Hello, and welcome to Roll and Roll. Grab a chair and pull on up to the table. I'll be your host and dungeon master, Brad Hendrickson. And as always, I'm joined by my fantastic cast of friends. How's everybody doing tonight? Hey, Brad, we're good. Hey, Brad. I'm doing great. <laughs> we are uh, minus a Darrell tonight because he had a baby. Um, and so hey, he's doing Aww. way more important things than rolling dice with us, uh, which is great. Um, we're really excited that's for him. Baby. baby Owen is healthy and home, uh, so that's good. Um, the only announcements that we really have is that you can still subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and now TuneIn. We are now also on that syndication, so that's really cool. Uh, go out there, subscribe to us. Uh, that way you can keep up to date on the shows as they come out. Because unfortunately, we're all students and workers and uh, crazy hours. Sometimes we don't get it precisely on the schedule that we want. So the being subscribed just kind of lets you know uh, kind of when these things come out. Um, do y'all have any other announcements in y'all's crazy cool lives? I'm trying to think. I don't think so. Nobody emailed me last week. <laughs> what was your email again, Austin? Uh, it is a u s t i n d a r o n at gmail dot com. Yeah, they probably put two R's for Darren. Darren. Wow, that doesn't even make any sense. If you were a pirate, it would make sense. It, it, that it would, I assume. I don't know. That's it. So no, no announcements. <laughs> okay. Well, if we have no further announcements, let's grab our dice and roll up an adventure. Last we left off. The crew of the Harlequin had uh, attempted to find a way to, to mourn the loss of their captain. Uh, only for a short time was their captain. Um, and decided that they will, in fact, help the people of the village of Tumbat. Um, though there was debate on how it should be handled. Uh, after discussions with the villagers and the elder of the village, uh, the group decided that they would scout out the tunnels, uh, which kind of lead, or were informed, led to the Ember Viper's nest. Uh, they were also informed that there was an extra danger along with the Ember Viper, as it had already uh, put out three eggs uh, that seemed to be may hatch at any time. So the crew gathered themselves, picked up the crossbow, and went into the tunnels. Uh, where they came across another bullywog uh, section of the tu uh, the tunnel system, uh, where they found some intriguing items, uh, but then eventually encountered the Ember Viper as it was making its way through the tunnels, probably back towards the uh, village and jungle. They fought it uh, and put it to sleep several times. The Ember Viper seemed to not really stand a chance to the combined skills and talents of the crew of the Harlequin. Uh, with the beast slain along with its three eggs, y'all now stand over the cooling body of the once magma-hot snake, about 13 feet long, and the body was about somewhere between two and three feet at its thickest. Horns and uh, thick scales line the body, and at the end of the tail, uh, spikes protrude. What would y'all like to do? So, do we need to take something back to show the villagers 
that we've dealt with this? Do you, or do you think they'll take our word for it? I feel like we should maybe take a piece back just as proof. All right, Sophie, what piece do you want? Well. Um, I'm not touching it. <laughs> but maybe there's magic qualities to a snake of such variety. If it's not um, natural, I mean, where did it come from? Well, it might be magical. Let me... <laughs> mm, no, guys, I'm kind of tired. Um, let's just leave it here, brush it to the side. Um, wait, did we or didn't we have one of those eggs? No, we did not. Uh, Azarbo and I took care of the eggs. And Sefi told a really bad lie. Um, I technically didn't lie, because all I said was we have an egg for you, Pedrocor. Sefi, I would appreciate it if you didn't yeah. talk anymore, like, for like a year, or maybe just 20 oh, minutes. that's really mean, Pedrocor. Well, you broke my heart. I'm sorry, um... I'm sorry. Okay, guys. I just... Let's head back to Villagers and tell them we've taken care of it. We should probably at least collect the arrows to this big crossbow. I know they don't have any magic in them anymore, but they still could be pretty deadly in the wrong hands. Uh, yeah, you're welcome to pick those up if you want. <laughs> sure, I gather them up. All right, um... You quickly uh, can kind of pull the three out of the Ember Viper. And as you pull them out, uh, red or sorry, orange kind of not blood. It's way thicker than that kind of oozes out of the body and then cools like lava wood and kind of like hardens over the the scale, the skin. Ugh, that's gross. Okay, guys. Still not sure we should have tussled with this creature, but all right, I guess let's go back. All right, hold, hold up, Drip. Maybe uh, let me look at this thing. Tetracord is going to examine the body of the Ember Viper because his people, they like when they kill something, they like to utilize as much of it as they can in order to not be wasteful um, in, in, in their hunting practices. All right, give me a nature check. Don't mind if I do. Ooh. Nice. Nature. Ooh, got plus one. Um, 18 total. 18 total? Um, sorry, you were just trying to see what you could harvest kind of from it? Yeah, see if there's any part of it that was useful to gather. Um the kind of the things that you can quickly uh pull from it would be uh the the fangs are it has a pair of very large fangs um that could be used for either turning into be daggers some type of needles uh okay. multiple uh uses for that um this being a creature that doesn't really you don't know its nature like uh, as you're like examining the body and the the blood like ooze that comes out of it you're like i'm not really sure you know if this thing is made of meat exactly um or if right. it has a bone structure uh the fangs definitely you know you could pull off uh you could definitely you can tell there's a way to skin it if you wanted to to take the uh, uh to take the 
the flesh layer, including the scales, off of it if you wanted to, and maybe as well harvest the spikes uh, on the tailed end. Hmm. Well, all right, Drip is all about heavy hold up. This uh, this ember viper has uh, has a, a rather like I don't know uh, a brilliant scales, uh, and maybe we could use them for something, or at least gather them and sell them. Might be worth something. Also, these fangs look pretty sharp. Uh, I think I'm gonna take these with me. It might take me a few minutes though. If you don't mind. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, okay, I'll wait Patrick for you, Moore. for sure. Cool. Um, Petricor is going to do all the things that you said. Try to harvest the fangs, the scales, and or the tail spikes. All right. Give me a, uh, give me a dexterity check as you pull out a, a knife and you begin working on the body. Five. Five? Woo. Yes. Um, it takes you, if you want to sit there and gather all those things, it will take about uh, an hour and a half as you struggle to separate kind of the different membranes and odd muscle structure this thing seems to have. Uh, but you do get both fangs out. Those are fairly easy to remove. Tail spikes, um, you pull probably about five good ones out of it. Uh, okay. You really butcher pulling off the scale kind of flesh uh it does not come off in like one piece you kind of it's like a patch job as you go uh as you just really struggle to to figure out the best way to to pull those off all right uh so fangs uh after after working diligently to skin this creature um, it's unfamiliar anatomy and hot and kind of yeah. uh, gooey body uh, deters me from collecting the scales any further than than I have. Like, I guess I start cutting, but or Petricor starts cutting, but he leaves the scales. All right, so you're going to leave pretty much the, the... The mangled body. Okay, so you just want to collect the, the fangs and uh, spikes? Yeah. So yeah, you attempt to to start pulling back the flesh, and it's just like, this is weird and gooey. Nope, and you put it back down. Yeah, yeah. Um, would you consider that to be a short rest for me? Yes, that would be a short rest for everybody else. If you just kind of want to sit and watch uh, the butcher go to work. How many fangs do I get? Is it four or just two? There are two large ones and two small ones. The definitely the large ones are much more prominent and impressive while the lower two fangs those would make really good like knitting needles okay cool all right all done uh we can go now and i figure we can show these as kind of our trophy to let the villagers know they're safe now uh yeah yeah that sounds that sounds great yep. i'll follow you petricor you know the way oh i do because I'm actually with Max. That's right. Don't forget the giant crossbow, Azarbo. Yes, Safina. And he, you already see he's been holding it the entire time. Uh, Azarbo seems, now that the fight is over, you can see him once again daydreaming about what he would like to use that crossbow for. Weird. 
What a cutie. <laughs> so y'all make your way uh, back out of the cavern system, uh, unaccosted by Mephits, and continue your way back down uh, through the jungle, um, probably about 30 minutes in total to get from where y'all were back to the village. Uh, seemingly with, uh, with um, no uh, attacks or things following you this time. Uh, and it's probably about one to maybe two in the afternoon at this point. Uh, you kind of did this all in the morning. And we make it. And we make it back all the way back. Yes, the gates open for you, um, and there is as the gates open, a crowd instantly forms to see how many of you all have returned. Uh, and instantly, as y'all walk in voices uh, start spreading out saying that you've either all returned either as some are wondering if as cowards as there's no body with you or as heroes there's lots of questions instantly form um, we look for um, Elder uh, Kuno mm -hmm. seen in the crowd he uh, as a word kind of gets to him you see him come out of uh, a rather large hut and he comes his way he's like hello I see you have returned already. What have you learned? Uh, yes, Elder Kuno. We, we have returned after dealing with the Ember Viper for you. Um, Petrichor took off, um, took off some of the fangs and the tail spikes, um, and we, we have them here to show you. Um, that We've dealt with them, and we've dealt with the, the three eggs that were in the nest. You... You did this. The Imba Viper, it is already disposed of. I am impressed. I thought it was just going to be a scouting mission. Opportunity. We saw an opportunity and we just decided to, to take it. Um, we, we had the advantage on him and we had the tools to deal with him. I am... The crossbow came, came in very handy. Good. I am very, very impressed by what you have done here. Um, if you do not mind, uh, the villagers would feel better if Hannah took a look at whatever you brought back to confirm beyond disbelief that you have actually taken care of the Ember Viper. Uh, alright. Well, uh, here's these spike thingies and uh, here's its teeth. And he takes him in hand. He's like, um, I shall go and uh, present these to Hana and have her take a look at them and let the villagers know for sure that the Ember Viper is definitely dealt with. And you can see instantly as years come back to him as a stressful old, as a stressed out older half-elf, you can now see a little bit of youth return to him with the idea that this, this menace that has, you know, been keeping them up at night and randomly attacking is now been possibly dealt with. Uh, and he starts heading off. I don't know about y'all, but I feel beat. Yeah, I'm, I could I could probably use some rest. Maybe we should go back to the dragon inn. Get some good food. Get some food. Get some drink. Wait for Hana to... Tell us that we've slain the beast. I mean, we already know that we have done that. But yeah, we can. I guess we can wait. <laughs> I was thinking about just getting some food and leaving. We could do that. We could head back. Right. 
We have some questions that we need answered. We, we do have questions that we need answered. Um, and I think Eleanor McGaw um, is, is the one who may have answers for me. Yeah, so let's, uh, let's rest up and then let's head that way. Good plan, Drip. All right. <laughs> Come on, Patrick. <laughs> so y'all make your way back over to the Dragonfire Hut. Uh, and Anton uh, sees y'all. He's like, you have returned already. Uh, whispers came to my ear quick. Um, are y'all all okay? And he's kind of trying to like look for burns and missing limbs. Hey, quit touching me. I just want some food. And he like pulls his hands back. Sorry, I just wanted to make sure you were okay. <laughs> Anton, I've got some bad news. I don't think you get to be a part of the crew now. Because we killed the snake and now you can't leave. Yes, that is horrible, horrible. I get to stay in my home. Yeah, sorry about that. I know you were looking forward to being a space pirate. It was? Uh, sky, pi sky pirate. <laughs> Excuse me, pardon my French. And once more, you have absolutely confused the poor half-elf. Uh, and he's like, let me go and get food and drinks, lots of drinks. Uh, mm -hmm. I am sure there will be some form of celebration tonight. I'm sure. Uh, and he goes off and begins collecting uh, food and probably a lot of alcohol. Perfect. Uh, and the elder Wait. Anakuno uh, returns uh, with a arm held out to help a hobbling Hana. She jumps on, you know, pops on one foot into the space, and she looks at you with jealousy. Uh, you can instantly tell that. Uh, it doesn't take much of an insight check to tell that she is frustrated that it was you strangers who managed to uh, take down this beast when she failed. And she says, yes, I have looked over what you brought. It is, in fact, the Imba Viper. I would remember these teeth very well. Um, you seem upset. We did the thing you wanted us to do, right? Yes. Now you're did. mad? My pride... It is very bruised. Though I am thankful, I just wish I, I could have been can there. help you with that. She, she can heal things pretty well. I'm fairly competent. And she does look at you, and she gestures towards her leg, and she says, once more, you seem to have accelerated the time that I would be uh, bedridden. Thank you, small one. You're welcome. And the other says, if you will stay the evening, I will make sure there is a small but fun feast in honor of this uh, victory for the village. A feast sounds nice. Uh, I don't know, guys. We have places to be, right? Like, shouldn't, shouldn't we just get some food and go? Do they even have any food left? Uh, I mean, I don't think they'd say that if they didn't have food to offer. Uh, you might get, I don't know, maybe they have new drinks that you haven't tried that are only here in the village and we'll spend a night celebrating our accomplishment and then we'll head out at first light. They'll send us off with food and we can get out of here. Is that true? Do y'all have new drinks for me? <laughs> I am sure that Anton could 
think of something impressive for you, or at least for him to try. He is a uh, good. So you're actor. saying you don't have any ideas? I do not. I am. Apologies, not much. Oh, I've won for the uh, strong flavor of rum. Mm hmm. Okay. Petrichor, what do you think? What do you want to do? Uh, well, uh, I was hoping, uh, to get paid. Uh, oh, that's right. For killing the Imbo Viper, unfortunately, we gave all of our money to any jesters to Jerpeem for the crossbow. Your payment for the Imbo Viper would be from the treasures of the village. Safi crosses her arms and slowly turns to look up a drip. Oh, uh, oh, Drip, how convenient. You've already collected. That, that'll be nice. All right, then I suppose we don't need anything. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I you totally collect that, Drip? It slipped my mind. Yeah? But yeah, I have I have the money. How much did you get paid, Drip? Oh, let me double check my pockets. Yeah, if you don't bed, you're the captain now. That's right. I'm the captain now. Um, I think he gave me 1,000 GP. You got 1,000 gold and you forgot about it? Well, it really isn't that important to me. It's not like it was magic or secrets or anything. It's just, I mean, what do you really use money for anyways? Well, if you're unversed in the ways of using money, you can always hand that over and I can help you out with that. Well, yeah, I guess that's true. Um, and I take out a couple pieces of gold and give it to her. Here Just for the record, I know this is not a thousand gold, Drip. <laughs> right. Okay. So, I mean, you kept being generous. <laughs> Better mark on your sheet, you now have 997 pieces of gold from that. <laughs> I think a couple is two, technically. That's true. So, 98. Okay, perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So, we have everything, everything you've been looking for, Petricor. Right. Unless they have any trinkets they want to give to the West. I did have a few treasures I was planning to gift to y'all. Okay. Die. A lot of free stuff, like. Oh now. my goodness, these people have lost everything and you just wanted to take more! They said it as a gift. It wasn't. I'm not like stealing from them, right? No, the. I would not put my village into destitute. These gifts are of beauty and art. Uh, they would not uh, doom our village. We will still eat. Do not worry, Safina. See? See what he's saying? It'll be fine. Well, his art's cool. Okay, Drip. Should right. I bring those now it sounded like you had plans to go ahead and leave or are you staying this evening and i could possibly make a more formal gesture when i give them to you oh drip i'd like to kind of like stay the night maybe take a nap and then we can leave in the morning you sound good yeah that, that's fine just bring them bring them later but where is this where is anton Same forever a few moments later, Anton does come out with a rather large tray of food. Uh, 
a uh, wide assortment of different cuts of pork and a mountain of fruits. Uh, he seems to have really dug into the stockpile to kind of really give you all quite the variety of everything he has. You see uh, bananas and apples uh, and a very interesting fruit with kind of like spikes on it uh, with a knife already put into it. Uh, and then he comes out with a glass of, or a tankard of water for each of you and then a small glass of a clear liquid uh, that he says, this is um, uh, some spice rum. Uh, I have been holding it uh, either for good customers or um, special events. And seeing as you are both, uh, here, take it. And he uh, picks up one of them and hands it to, to you, Drippim. Oh, perfect. I've been waiting for this all evening. Uh, and I take a few glugs. It <laughs> burns. Uh, it, all burn. the way up into your nose. You can sweet, kind sweet of there. feel the alcohol. Perfect. Uh, all right. Well, uh, we're going to take this, go up to our room, and take a nap. We'll see you all in a little bit. Um, yes, I will fetch you, uh, the elder responds, I will fetch you when it is time for uh, the celebration. Um, and then at this point, he turns to Anton. Anton, how much do you have left in your stores? And they seem to now be preparing for the evening. Um, so y'all go over to y'all's Perfect. rooms and kind of eat your meal. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do that and then go to sleep. All right. Um, are y'all trying to get a long rest in or just another short rest? Mechanically, just trying to keep. Uh, Savvy's uh, gonna go for a long rest. Long. Yeah, long rest. Petricor's tired. He's been carrying stuff all day. Okay. Um. Yeah, it'll be. It'll definitely be late into the evening before y'all can complete that cycle. But uh, y'all are woken. Um. With a very, after a very good heavy sleep, uh, you can feel like sore muscles from hiking and the fight. Uh, but y'all are awoken uh, in the evening. You can already tell the, the moon uh, or the pieces of the moon in the sky are already aglow along with many stars. Uh, and you're woken by Anton as he knocks on both doors, uh, one to Safina's, one to the men's room. And y'all can instantly hear a crowd has gathered in the Dragonfire Hut, as it seems that this is probably where the party is going down. Uh, who is it? Uh, it is me, An- Anton. Uh, the guests and the village are here, and we are ready to celebrate whenever you are. Yeah, all right. Yeah, let me get my pants on. We're pretty tired. Okay, yeah, I'll be there in a minute. Uh, Peshko puts his pants on and goes to the party. Oh, Adrian, you coming? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me find... Oh, where's my hat again? Is it... Is it on the bed? Uh, uh, I don't see it. I don't have dog vision. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I check under the bed and it's there. And I put on my hat. Uh, all right. I'm ready. Uh, Safina, are you going to do anything to prepare for the evening celebration? No, she's actually kind of dreading going down to a big party. You know, she's this village reminds her of her home and all her people and that she's lost. And she's like, oh, great. I have to go down here and deal with all this. And it just reminds me of all the family. So she's just going to kind of quietly take down the stairs after Petricor and Drip and kind of stand in their shadows. Okay. 
uh, Azarbo, you know, dusts off his shirt and tries to make himself look nice. And the four of y'all make your way uh, back into the common space where, once again, it's a split crowd. Uh, but definitely um, those who don't like y'all as strangers and as uh, uh, non-islanders, still many of them kind of, with a stern face, give you applause. Uh, but then there are definitely others in the group that are absolutely flabbergasted at the, the events of the day. Uh, and are cheering you quite uh, quite boldly um, in the face of uh, uh, prejudice. Uh, a pair of girls comes up and with each of you puts a uh, flower necklace, um, probably made some point in that afternoon, around each of your necks. Uh, for Safina, it was probably, it was very easy. They easily came up to you and uh, threw the, the lay on, uh, but everybody else had to, to dip low uh, and uh, accept this. And the uh, the elder Anakuno comes out. He's like, "Let the celebration begin, for we this night will no longer be pestered by the ferocious and troublesome Imba Viper." And he kind of throws up his hands in gesture, and everybody cheers. And you can see now in the center of the Dragonfire Hut, a large uh, brazier has been pulled out, where a whole hog. Fairly large, too. Much bigger than any hog that even Petrichor has seen. Now s slowly <laughs> rotates and roasts. Um, and then Anton quickly comes over to you, each of you, uh, handing once more a glass of spiced rum. Petrichor starts eating the flowers that are on his necklace. <laughs> These are pretty good, actually. Uh, Petrichor? I tap him on uh, me. Yes, Sefi. I think those are for decoration. Like we're like guests of honor. I don't I don't think those are for eating. What is the decoration? It's you Is it like a snack, like an appetizer? No, you just you hang it around your neck and it just looks pretty. You don't do anything with it. But the flowers will fade if you just leave them there. But there's People worked hard to put it together, and it makes you stand out so everybody knows who you are. But it tastes nice, and I stand out anyway. I suppose that's fair. That I just wanted to let you know <laughs> they are not really supposed to eat those. But it tastes nice. Here, you want one? And I pull off a flower and hand it to you. Oh, you've got your own. I do have my own petrichor. All right, then we'll keep this one. And I put that in my mouth. Sounds like she's just hoarding her flowers. Yeah, what are you doing? Yours drip. I'm saving for later. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't want to run your your dinner. Yeah, of course. Look at that big pig over there. I bet you've never seen a hog that big. Neither has Petra. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong. I've never seen a hog that big. Seen a lot of hogs, but never one that big. See, drip. This is what she would have missed out on if we'd left earlier. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Sorry. Now you can say I've seen a hog. That big. The largest hog there ever was. Well, I don't know about that, Steph. You haven't seen all the hogs. How big would you say that hog is? <laughs> uh, hey, Brad, how big's the hog? <laughs> it's um, about, it probably weighs as much as you. Oh, uh, well, it's, it, it better weighs just as much as I do, which is an <laughs> under, undisclosed amount. <laughs> Are you self-conscious about your weight, Petricor? Nope, never weighed myself. 
okay, cool. <laughs> um, we don't have scales. <laughs> well, I can say it's pretty big. It's Petricor big. You got a spell for that trip? Uh, See how much he weighs? Nope. Kind of a waste of my time. You right. <laughs> you wait. One day, you'll want to know the weight of something that you're facing. And you'll be like, man, I wish I'd looked into that spell. I don't I don't think that's a regret I'll ever have. Um, however, when that day comes, I'll be sure to let you know. Thanks, Trip. As we whisper on the platform in front of this large crowd of people. And Petricor eats all of his flowers. <laughs> and as y'all are standing there, the space is filled with the sound of a flute and a, a drum being played by two older halflings, or sorry, half-elves. Uh, and meat is beginning to be cut from this large hog of indeterminable weight uh, and size, apparently. And uh, the food is beginning to be distributed. Um, people are coming up to you now and verbally gr uh, thanking you. Uh, even a few that are still giving you kind of the stink eye still seem to have respect for what you've done. Uh, and kind of almost, not through gritted teeth, but definitely no, no voice of, uh, of joy. Uh, you hear thank yous of all kind. Um, You're welcome. Yep, could have done it without me. All right. Yep. Move along. Next person. Yep. All right. And some are very... Uh, one or two of the uh, younger half-elf women um, seem very uh, attracted to the three men of the group. Uh, some definitely gave uh, uh, each of them uh, very flirtatious looks. I feel like that's not 100% true. I feel like that's... Two thirds true. <laughs> not a petrichor. <laughs> I mean, it's just. Anyway, continue, Brad. I'm I sorry. mean, there's always that one odd duck. <laughs> You're right. Hey, the weird, the weird girls a, are in the He is now a, a large and formidable warrior in these uh, villagers' mm -hmm. eyes. So, hey. <laughs> That's um, fair. That's fair. Uh, but then the, the night continues. You finish your or your first round of spice rum, and Anton is quickly back. And this time, he says, uh, "This time I have put uh, coconut uh, water, uh, coconut milk in the drink. Tell me how it is." And he passes you more spice rum. This time with a little bit of a uh, coconut milk. Um, and the celebration continues. And there are obviously one or two of those people who are definitely taking advantage of the uh, frivolity as a few people have already become incapacitated uh, just uh, just kind of as the party is really seeming to, to hit stride. <sighs> this kind of wears me out, guys. Uh, why is that? You're just sitting there. I know, but this, this place reminds me of, of my village and we could have had a celebration. I mean, we've had celebrations just like this. And now my my people, like, I'll never get to do this with them again. It's just, it's just me. And it's hard to be happy when everybody that I knew and loved can't be anymore. Because they were destroyed. Yes, Drip. Oh. Yes, they were. 
Petrichor leans back in his chair and pulls from his front vest pocket a small cluster of red berries. Well, it's heavy as he pops on his mouth. Uh, it that kind of sucks, but if you look at it this way, now you've got a new family. You've got us. Did you decide to forgive me, Petrichor? Uh, oh, I totally forgot. You were mean to me earlier. I'm not <laughs> talking to you. Did you? Did you keep the egg safe? Adrip, want a berry? I would Aww. love a berry. Can I actually have two berries? Oh, absolutely. I've got lots of extra berries. Okay, can I just have two? Then? All right, here you go. Here's two. Did you okay. give... Oh, wait, I, I, I don't want to give them one this time. Okay. I glare at you a little bit. <laughs> Petrichor glares. Right. Thanks, Kurt. Um, Did you guys... I don't remember. Did, did Zarbo, Zarbo gave you the egg. Uh, Zarbo gave me the egg. Uh-huh. Yes, he gave you a, a small egg of a kind of brownish color. Right. I don't know what to do with it. I don't know what to do with it. It's happy. I, um, I know... Oh, God. Um, <laughs> loss is hard, but, but you can do it. And I pat her on the back a little bit. Say... I'm not very good at these, but I can, I'm good at finding things. So um, maybe if you want, we can just sneak out the back and go find the guy we need to talk to. I can yeah. do that. I know, but I think, I mean, it's probably better to leave in the light so we don't encounter those frogs. But I do think we need no, to be thing tomorrow morning. <laughs> Yeah, we made friends with the frogs, right? <clears throat> well, what if what if they're not all well connected? I really wouldn't want to encounter them. <laughs> well, I think I, we we just need to Plus, there were there were those pictures in the cave, and what if they had something to do with the Ember Viper? Uh, I might not be the smartest man, but those guys had nothing to do with summoning a fire snake. Well, I'm just throwing that out there. We don't know very much. Out this place, but you just seem really worried. Let us take care of that. That's partly what worries me, Drew. <laughs> you wow. taking care of it. We took care of it once before. Brad, is there any is there any musicians or is there any dancing or music going on? Yeah, there are uh, two older gentlemen. Uh, one is playing on a drum that kind of uh, is resting between his legs, and another one has a uh, a flute that he's playing on. Uh, and there is uh, little pockets of dancing all throughout the Dragonfire Hut, uh, just kind of uh, in a style that you haven't seen before, but very fluid, and they kind of rotating around each other in a circle. Uh, but yes, there is uh, musical frivolity happening. Mm. Well, I think it's tome for dancing, uh, and Petrichor gets up, and he stomps his way to the, to the nearest dance circle, and uh, kind of mimics their motions, but in terms of like the way they're moving about the room, but he stomps on like one foot and then hops to the other foot. And the whole time he's like shaking his hands in the air above him. It's good. And it's probably not very coordinated. And he's like, hey, hey, whenever the music like, you know, hits the beat. And it is not long before a few small children, uh, one of which uh, you would recognize as a small boy who had, you'd recently learned, had lost his father in the hunt for the Ember Viper, 
and he begins to mimic you and uh, a few of the kids right. seem to be now enjoying the large uh the large man with uh, big ears uh, seem to be right. as they approach me and dance close i like scoop them up off the ground and throw them up on my shoulder or on top of my head and i just as any as many as i can carry i just pick them all up and scoop them <laughs> and i keep dancing with all of them on my head and shoulder you have about four in total uh one is uh, uh easily riding uh, uh you know behind your neck uh one uh on a, in an arm and two on each or one on each shoulder you easily have uh four four young half elves uh seem to be laughing and playing with you now cool um i go seek out um elder uh kuna real quick again mm-hmm. uh you can see him uh speaking with his daughter uh, and Hana, um, and they seem the most sober out of everybody in the crowd, and almost sober in spirit as well as they seem to be talking about something serious as you approach. Um, excuse me, Elder Kunu, I had I had just another question for you since we're planning on leaving tomorrow. Yes, Safina, oh, how can we help you? While Azarbo and I were helping take care of, of the, the Ember Viper's eggs, we ran into one of those little methods um, who told us that we were spoiling um, Raglock's plans. I don't know a Raglock, but I wondered if you'd heard that name before. Uh, no. Uh, Hannah, have you heard any of that from those fire pixies? And Hannah's like, no, I have not heard of a Raglock name. Um, it, I apologize. It is possible that that is a name of one of the Fire Pixies, maybe, or something else. Uh, it, did you learn of more dangers coming to the village? And now, once more, concern uh, kind of crosses all of their faces. Um, we didn't. That's that's the only thing we heard. He just kind of. Was taunting us. I couldn't tell how serious he was, and flew away. Um, if something does happen, we're we're headed back to uh, Kawat, um, and you can always you can send word for us if something does happen. Um, I just wanted to put that on your radar, if in case you hear of that name. Yes, we shall. Uh, we shall keep this in mind, and if you do not mind. Keep it in your mind as well. If you learn of something, please let us know. We, I will. Um, and then Safi will saunter off. Um, and when she kind of gets to the, like a shadowy area on the outskirts, um, she's just going to uh, wild shape into a cat and sit on the fence post just kind of watching everyone. You move out into kind of the courtyard space uh, and where some of the celebration has now moved outside and you find a vantage point and begin watching. Um, as you leave, uh, Anakunu uh, stands up um, and with a satchel around his shoulder walks over to you, Drapim, uh, where you, I assume are still sitting there with a Zarbo, uh, and he mm-hmm. sits down and he's like, as I said before, I do have a treasure to give to you for what you've done. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you had some art. Uh, Yes. And at this point, he kind of like waves at everybody for a moment and stands up in the 
though the party doesn't cease, it quiets as he uh, announces, It is time that we show our appreciation in full. Now, to present the Slayers of the Ember Viper, I would like to give you, and he pulls out of this satchel, probably about a foot and a half tall uh, statue, elegantly carved of an elf. Uh, with long pointed ears and hair that seems to drape down the entire back of the statue. It is wearing elegant clothes uh, of um, long sleeves and uh, some type of uh, train robe coming down off the legs. It is made of a weird pale material. Um, It is not marble and it doesn't look like stone or metal that you've ever seen. And he says, this has been with the village since our original settling of the island of Kawi. And it is only fitting that we hand it to these people for letting us stay in this village on the island of Kawi. And some people applaud. And uh, he sets the statue in front of you all on the table. Here, and he sits back down, the party continues. Here is a statue of the god Corallon. This is our gift to you. Won't you meet this? It is just a beautiful idol. The silver oak is truly where our prayers go. Uh, Does Petricor know anything about this guy? Does he recognize him? The god? Yeah, give me a religion check for, for right. anybody who is uh, that. Yeah, y'all all would have heard. So. 18. 18. All right. Um, you do. Uh, this deity uh, of the elves is fairly well known. This is the, uh, the father of all elves and also mother. Uh, Corlon is, you understand, is gender fluid. Uh, it, he, it, doesn't really seem to pick a gender. But it is the parent and bloodline that all elves can track themselves back to. Uh, it is a powerful and distant deity. Uh, is there anything else that you were specifically trying to recall about Corlon? Would the songs that we sing in sylvan because sylvan is an elven language is that right it is okay. the language of uh, you understand as the fey wild which does okay. have strong connections to elves yeah i guess that's what i meant yeah because it's not elven but it's mm-hmm. okay would there would my people have would would this character be sung about in any of the songs that my people would sing in sylvan Yes, uh, you. Uh, there would definitely be a song in the repertoire singing of the victory of Cordelon over the betrayal uh, or attempted betrayal on him from Wolf and uh, Grimish. Okay. So. Cool. Yeah, I know. These guys are uh, uh, pretty familiar to me. Uh, I think my people sing a song about him. He was, like, betrayed or something. But he's also a she in this song. It's kind of strange. Hmm. All right. Uh, cool. We'll accept your gift. Ah, thank you. It is made of, and he touches it, of moonstone. It is a material uh, only found in the Everesca forest. 
we could not find any here on Kaui, though we searched very hard. So you can add to your items uh, a Coralon idol made of moonstone. Cool. As Taffy sitting on the fence post, um, when she shifted, um, she had everything like meld in to her body except her little flower lay. And in cat form, she's kind of chewing on the petals, thinking, huh, Petrichor was kind of right. These flowers are a little sweet. <laughs> um, and at that point, you can definitely tell any of the formalities of the celebration are over. And at this point, it is who's ever going to last the longest. So what would y'all like to do with the rest of the evening? Petrichor dances until the children leave. <laughs> Dripping, um, uh, Safina? Dripping uh, is going to drink, um, and he's also going to, to look um, for... For the girls that were trying to flirt with him. <laughs> uh, give how much? How many of the the spice rums do you think you've had? Enough. <laughs> <laughs> give me a perception check with disadvantage as you all of a sudden stand up and you didn't realize how many of those drinks you had. Oh, that's impressive. Dang, bro! I rolled fours. Double fours. <laughs> Four plus three, seven. I have a little much to drink there. As you you stand up, take a moment to feel <clears throat> the floor again under your feet, uh, and you begin moving through the party. It takes you a little while, uh, but you do eventually find uh, a few of the girls, uh, most of whom have now begun cooing over the sweet and gentle heart of Petricor as he uh, plays with mm. children. Of course they do. And Petricor doesn't notice them at all. <laughs> no, he does not. He is completely uh, having fun uh, right. with the kids. Um, hello, <laughs> ladies. <laughs> <laughs> and they all giggle at you. It's like, hello. Uh, what's all your names? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they gave off a list Imagine of Imagine saying like double vision. So there are six girls that you're currently talking to then. So there's 12 girls. <laughs> no, six. No, no, no. Like... No, but you see double. I know, I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I was accounting for the double. Uh, they give off a list of names that for some reason don't stick. Uh, uh, to your mind. Right. Your name's Jezebel? I don't, I don't, oh, that doesn't matter. How are you doing? We are doing well now that the Imba Viper is slain. That's right. I did that. Did you know? Did you hear? Did you see me get that trophy? <laughs> Does Petricord hear any of this? Give me a perception check. All right. Oh, shoot. Natural 20. As you are... Plus five. <laughs> As you've been, uh, you know, hanging out with the kids, uh, you've somehow kept a just a good attention of to where your entire party seems to be located. Azarbo off on the side, uh, 
kind of now just enjoying the evening. Safina in cat form uh, has moved down to the courtyard, but you can watch as Drapim attempts to flirt with these girls, and you can easily tell that Drapim's had too much, and who knows what's going to happen. But, uh, Drapim, the girls are now asking you, tell us how you did it. How did you slay the great Ember Viper? Well, I just... Uh... Petricor leans in as he dances to hear exactly <laughs> how the Ember Viper was slain. <laughs> well, we just showed up. Uh, we heard it go, Rah! and then Petricor uh, shot it. Go, and then Zarbo shot it with a big, big bow. And then uh, Savvy turned into something that looks like me. Uh, she was a cat. She was a big cat. And then, and then I put him to sleep. The end. He's asleep now. It sounds really nice, actually. But uh, yeah. Oh, oh, you're still here. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh. What you drinking? At this point, give me uh, give me a charisma check with disadvantage, or uh, or persuasion. You are proficient in persuasion, so a persuasion check with disadvantage. No. Uh, that'd be ten. Uh, as the stories continued, um, it seems that an older lady, most likely a mother or an aunt, has spied that their young daughter. Uh, of age, young daughters of age, uh, have been uh, eyeing you. I'm so glad that was not a good debate. But they, uh, and a mom quickly comes by uh, and kind of gathers the girls and is like, we once again thank you for everything that you've done for the village, uh, but it is time for the girls to turn in for the night. And she kind of starts shooing them off. Uh, the girls do seem what? sad to leave, but uh, not too brokenhearted. Did you say Colleen? Colleen. And it seems that oh. many of the parents are gathering the young children. Uh, Petricor, a uh, old what looks like to me maybe a grandfather, comes over and begins you know, uh, telling the kids to return to their homes and taking one, his grandson with him. Uh, but you're now, as y'all are, have enjoyed the evening, the, uh, the festivities are now begun to fade as uh, people return to their homes. Uh, Anton begins to clean and Elder uh, Anakunu thanks y'all once more. And he says, I shall turn in for the night as well. Uh, and <sighs> the party filters out. At this point, um, Safina, you're, uh, wild shape has run out and you return back to uh, gnome form mm -hmm. and it's kind of just you guys and Anton now sweet party Anton uh, I'm gonna call it a night guys what do you think yeah we should probably get to bed you should maybe help drip to bed is there a manga? make sure he washes behind his ears I'm not. Yeah. I'm not bathing him. No, he can. He can do it. Just make sure he does it. You He's looking a little worse for wear. You can't make me do anything. I can't make him do anything. He's the captain. That's right. I'm like, look at this hat. Look at these eyes. I'm the captain now. Petricor, if I go buy a hat, does that make me captain? It has to be bestowed upon you, upon from from the captain before you. 
He has a point, Sophie. Uh, you don't have a captain's hat that was given to you by the captain. Trip, can I have your hat? It, well, it's so pretty. Hat? It would go really, really well on my head. I don't think that's accurate. I think it's kind of big for you, Sophie. Are you sure? It's kind of big. Color scheme doesn't really work. Right. Yeah. Anyway, we should probably go to bed. Yeah. Sappy heads up. See you guys at first light so we can head out. Yeah, wake me up. Patrick Corey, you may have to wake him up. All right. Good night. I'm going to go to sleep. All right. Uh, Y'all all find your rooms, uh, some quicker than others, some on more stable feet than others, but you all do find your rooms and uh, begin to sleep for the night. Um, it is a good sleep. Uh and you wake up in the morning uh, to the sound of once more uh, chickens and roosters cooing. Um, Drabeem, give me a constitution saving throw. Yes. Oh, easy money, baby. Easy money. One, 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 one. It's cocked. We roll it. One, one, one. Wouldn't have been better if you'd taken the cocked one. <laughs> uh, that'd be a seven. Yeah. <laughs> okay. As everybody else wakes up, the chickens, for some reason, sound to be right in the room, right next to you, as you can hear them in the morning and pecking at everything as a nice little headache begins to uh, fill your mind. But y'all all wake up early in the morning uh, in the village, uh, a now partially saved uh, village of Tumbat. All right. Well, we best get back to the ship and get it fixed. We need to quit talking like that. It's a little softer. Oh, right. Uh, I think it's best if we get back to the ship. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm right. going. Uh, uh, I guess. Wait, did Zarbo come back last night? Yeah. Brad, should we talk to Zarbo or should we just not talk to him? Um, He's a little bit on autopilot, so he'll, the interaction is probably a little bit minimal. Uh, but okay, cool. Point, I just does, want to make sure that we weren't excluding him. Yeah, he does slap Drapim on the back and is like, good morning! It definitely okay. takes advantage Sarah, of pain. You need to chill out. And he gives you a little tap on the cheek with his paws. He's like, don't, good touch, don't touch me. Don't. Are you sick? Are you sick, Drip? Do you need to go see the doctor? Do you need to go see Seffy? Do you want to go get Seffy? Can I just have one of your berries? Oh, absolutely. Uh... And I cast good berry. Uh, here you go. Pull out a, a, a cluster of red berries. Just, uh, and I open my mouth. And just put a couple in there. Just All right. Shove them right in. There. All right. And I shove the whole thing in. <laughs> oh, wow. I feel great. Does a good berry cure the, those types of ailments? I don't think so. Of course it does. <laughs> I would Let say look the up. magic. Let me look at that does help i don't know if hangover cure is in the DD manual <laughs> it probably is actually they're probably Please actually helping other people get drunk in this yeah have hangovers i would say between all 10 points that you just got back it it helps it definitely helps but you, you're you're right yeah a little bit yeah it it doesn't say anything specific it sustains you in terms of nourishment but not Curing ailments. Need a cheeseburger. And well, it, it only put resources. On a few more pounds. That's fine. <laughs> I'm all fair, baby. You're weird. <laughs> all right. What would y'all like to do? 
Zarbo, can you just carry me back? <laughs> no. I, I knock. Oh, yeah, I would love for that. <laughs> um, I knock on the door. I'm like, y'all ready? Ready to head out? Uh, yeah, just a minute. Let me get Drip's pants on. Oh, oh, I didn't need to know that. Oh, well, here you go. And I pick up Drip and throw him over my shoulder and then put his pants on. Just swallow me. <laughs> Easy now, big fella. I hear all this. I'm like, huh. They have some weird stuff going on in there. Okay. None of that was insinuated. I didn't see what happened. I just heard what happened. Patrick, go ahead. Let's go. All right. And I carry Drip out. Uh, I'll be doing some thinking. Uh, and I don't really know what you guys want to do now. The captain's gone. But uh, I need to... I need to buy some goods for my family and, and my people. And take them back to the mossy timber. Well, I know that... We need to go speak with Elder McGaw um, in Kawat, but the captain said that to get our ship fixed, we need to go to Port Carter. So, should we go to Port Carter first and get that stuff and then go back to Kawat? Because if we go to Kawat, we're going to have to go to Port Carter and then go back to Kawat to fix the ship. Right. Sounds kind of complicated. Maybe we could, like, sail the broken ship for, a, like, a regular ship. But I, I I, think this one might get us to the mossy timbers quicker. Right. It also might fall out of the sky and kill us. If we get the correct parts and maybe have somebody look over it, I think it still might be beneficial in, in terms of it, it'll be faster to transport your goods. We can land the ship easier. Right. Also, isn't there somebody like, remember that lady who was chasing us around when before we came here? Mm -hmm. The one with the red uh, robe? Right, anyway, that lady and the tattoos on her head. Um, I bet she's still looking for that ship. I and uh, if we just ditch it, then she probably won't care anymore. I think she just wanted the captain. I don't think she wanted the ship, otherwise she wouldn't have... Right, but she's not going to know the captain's dead. And, like, she probably won't care if she finds us and the captain's dead. She'll probably just kill us like she killed that poor guard. I think. You're both making great points, but if you can make them softer, that would be great. Right. Drip, I feel like like so in this moment, we need you probably more than most other moments. And I just like hug his shoulder and I'm like, okay, just, okay, just calm down a little bit. Oh my. Uh, Ajabo. Yes. What? What, what what do you think we should do? Is it like you are really good with plans and stuff? I probably think it is best if we either go to Kawat or Port Carter 
we go to Port Carter, we can figure out what it needs to take to get the ship fixed. And if we need to go back to it and get it, or if it can be brought to us, that would be nice. Uh, and, and if we go back to Kawat now, uh, Safina, you can ask your questions of Elder Maga. And maybe I could speak to him as well. I had some business about uh, possibly uh, bringing my people here, uh, me and Rip's people here. So either or, I think we win. Personally, I think uh, uh, going to Kawat is better. We can uh, go ahead and find answers. Right. But like, all right. Sounds good. You heard the man. I guess we're going to Kawat. Right. Chevy, you can ask your question in the ships there. And then we, we can find a way to get your supplies back to your people, Petroport. Right. All right. So y'all decide to head back to Kawat? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, the elder Anakuno wants more uh, greets y'all and thanks y'all for what you've done uh, and mm -hmm. says once more if you find anything else about this Raglock character and if he's a threat to our village, please uh, find a way to let us know. Uh, mm -hmm. But you... Uh, head on out uh many of the once again the young kids come out to try to play with uh, uh petrichor once more they try to drag you into a game but uh through insistence the four of y'all make your way out of uh tumbot and once more down the mountains and into the jungle of kawi uh you do have to spend a night in the jungles but to uh to peace uh you do not seem to be disturbed you do every now and then hear odd uh, sounds off in the distance, uh, but nothing uh, seems to, to come after y'all. And you do once more come up to the large towering walls that uh, surround the beaches that lead to the village of Kawat. And y'all approach uh, and it is in fact Haku on the, the wall tower and he looks down and sees uh, y'all and recognizes you and with a stern face, call uh, calls down for the gate to be opened, and it is it is open to y'all, and y'all are let inside. And you can see once more the village built on platforms that uh, lives over a lagoon, over the ocean lagoon itself, uh, with the large silver oak tree kind of towards the middle, uh, mm -hmm. in front of y'all. Um, Haku, is he still standing there? Uh, he comes down to greet you and he says, Your okay. business is concluded, I see. Where is the captain of your ship? Uh, I'm right here, actually. Hello. No, uh, you Haku, are the man right? who tried to set my sails on fire. Where? Well, this is the first I'm hearing about that. Is your captain? I'm, I just said I was right. You see the hat? The hat says it up. I'm telling you, Drip. The hat doesn't mean it. It doesn't mean as much as you think it means. That's what he told me. Sorry for the trouble, sir. Uh, the captain didn't make it. He got killed by a fire exploding thing. It was an That's what we told him. Cool. Now, uh, can you let us pass? Yes. You Thanks. are allowed in, and he steps aside to uh, let y'all into the village. 
Is there any way that we can speak to Elder Magah? He is probably in the temple to Koalan at the Silva Oak, if you need to speak to him. Oh, I know where that is. Lead the way, Drip. Follow me. And can I go way. there? All right, you make your way across the platforms, and you can look down to the crystal clear water as groups of fish pass around, and occasionally a manta ray or a, a, some type of stingray. Uh, but you come to the large tree uh, in the center. Um, you cross over onto the older planks of this platform, uh, pass through the kind of a double-wide curtain door, uh, and you can see there is a old half-elf with a uh, strap around his head with uh, multiple peacock feathers coming out of the very front. He, like Elder Anakuno, has a sash uh, robe style uh, over one shoulder. This time the color is purple and yellow. Uh, and every now and then you can see a tribalistic peacock embroidered into it. And he stands there speaking to uh, an older woman um, as they seem to be talking about some type of business. Cool. Um, so Savvy's definitely not going to interrupt them. Um, but she's going to kind of like position herself um, to, to be seen. And um, when, he de- when he is finished, she can go up to him. She's not going to interrupt. Is anybody else doing anything? Nope. Okay. Uh, a few minutes pass, and they kind of spy that y'all are there patiently waiting, and they kind of quickly, you can see there's they have a uh, an abbreviated ending, and the older lady uh, with deep black hair and wrinkles on her cheeks gives y'all all the stink eye and passes through and exits. Uh, and then the what you're assume, who you're assuming is Elder Maga approaches, he's Hello. How can I help you, travelers of the sky? Um, yes, sir. Are you Elder Miguel? I am, young gnome. I am. Perfect. My name is Safina, and um, I myself and, and my friend Azarba, we were hoping to speak with you about a couple things. Yes, Prince Azarbo, if I am correct. I heard your name earlier. But you, I did not catch your name. You said it is Safina, correct? That is correct. It is good to meet all of you. Where is your Captain Lux? Right here. Your Captain Lux. He's happy to tell everyone this. That's not Captain Lux. Captain Lux did not make it back with us from Toombot. Point of order, what did y'all do with the body of Dagon Lux? We left him with his honey. (laughs) Oh, shoot, we forgot to bury him. I think we left him. Right, because she she preserved him, and we were going to bury him. I'll say it, I'll send Sapiel's And then we just got drunk and decided not. Right, I feel like a Zarbo would have been on point in getting to take care of that. Yeah. Yeah. And by Zarbo, I mean Jarrell, but... But we all forgot. Yeah. My bad. Oops. <clears throat> cool. All right. So he's preserved in case anybody wants to 
get into necromancing and bring them back. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, Elder Magar goes, uh, Elder Anakunu is a respectful man. I am sure he will find proper ways for your former captain to be buried. Uh, but how can I help you, young gnome? What questions can I answer for you? Um, so I, I've traveled far to get here. Um, my, my own people, um, I, I came back to my village um, after traveling and found it completely destroyed. Um, and I, I was told to, to find answers here, here in Cowie. And I was hoping that you, uh, you might have some wisdom for me. I have seen many things on my travels. Can you give me descriptions of what happened to your village and, and what was the name of it, perhaps? Um, my village was called Bramble. Um, it was a very, I mean, a fairly, you know, smaller secluded village in the Bander Woods. Um, I came home to find very large footprints um, covering our village, footprints I'd never seen before. Um, and I've grown up in, in the Bander Woods. I know the creatures that live there, um, and yet these ones I did not know. Um, as I went around the village, um, you know, my, my family was, was, was torn apart. Um, there was this odd substance it was sticky um, along the bushes like something had passed through maybe it had been wounded um, when I when I spoke with with the creatures around nobody none of them could tell me anything it, it was as if uh, a giant shadow had enveloped the area and then moved on um, but I I I don't know what happened to them? I was trying to find out what killed my family. This is sorrowful. And you can see that his face, when you said Bramble and the Bander Woods, there was recognition that came across his eyes. And then the second you said everybody was killed, sorrow has hit him. And he's like, this wounds me deeply to hear. Tell me, was Eldon among those who had perished? I never found his body, actually. Um, he, was, he was my teacher, and I, I couldn't find him anywhere. Then perhaps there is hope. How did you come to hear about coming to Kaui? As now you see him puzzling the situation. He's trying to put pieces together. Um, I, I sought direction, um, and was guided out of my village by, um, Sylvanus, and as I was spending the night in the woods, a woman appeared out of, out of nowhere. Um, she had long black, uh, hair, and she was dressed in furs. Um, she, she had wolves with her. Um, who who seemed to know and obey her, and she told me to come here, and I would find answers. Well, I think I know why you were 
told to come and visit. It is not because I can provide answers on the beasts, but possibly where you can find Elden. Him and I are old friends, young gnome. Before the war, I was a sailor, and he uh, was a sailor with me, and he was quite tenacious. If you can find him anywhere now, he is probably seeking the aid of the 72 Blades and Nashwa on the island of El Tadim. Uh, that is uh, Ashwa, which is, or Nashwa, N A S H W A. And he's, he, uh, he was quite a tenacious man. I am sure you had to pull him away from many bar fights and many uh, probably uh, brawls. I remember him being quite fierce when we were out on the open seas together. Uh, but if you can find him anywhere now, go to Nashua. Find the courtyard of the 72 Blades, and possibly you will find him there. Thank you for, for that guidance. Um, I, I will seek him out there to see if he has survived and if he, if he knows what happened to our people. Yes, I hope he has survived. He is, though it has been near a century since I have seen him, he is dear to my heart. Do you know who the woman was? That I do not, unfortunately. But she sounds like a powerful spirit or being of the nature or of the woods. Thank you so much um, for your help. I, I won't take up any more of your time. I know um, uh, Prince Zarbo here has as much to speak with you about. Yes, he does. Are you sure you have no more questions, young gnome? Not that I can think of right now. Um, but if any, any arise, I will let you know. Yes, please do. And if you do find Elden either alive or not, please write me a letter uh, or give me word of somehow. I, I will do that. I will let you know what I find out. Um, and then he looks over at his Arbo and he kind of gestures him to come over and kind of says, let us speak in private. And for the next few moments, you watch as him and Azarbo and Elder Maga kind of walk over to a corner uh, have a quick conversation and then uh, you see Azarbo kind of nod in some kind of agreement and they return and uh, Elder Maga explains he's like there is an abandoned village on the south side of the <laughs> island if Azarbo here can find out why it is all of a sudden empty there will be continued talks about maybe letting his people come and settle in the now empty village uh, and Azarbo, he's like, yes, uh, this is. But unfortunately, it sounds like many of our journeys are beginning to head in separate paths. I believe this is, for me, uh, going to be my own journey for a little while. And he pulls out underneath his armor a brass disc with an onyx gem in it, and he leans down and he hands it to Safina. And with a wink, he says, you're the captain now. And he hands Sorry, you the, the key uh, to the Harlequin. 
Thank you, Zabu. I will do my best to well, keep dripping line. We'll miss you, Zarbo. Uh, don't forget to write. And he uh, kind of stands up and looks at you, Drapim, and he's like, I do not know. Well, I just do not know you anymore. And I hope to once again see you again and find my old friend, Drapim. But know that wow. I still care about you. And I hope the best for you. Uh, may you find your people. Well, that, I can't tell if that was a compliment or a rude statement. But... He said it with sincerity. There, I think but, uh, there was yeah. sorrow kind of as in like this short adventure that he had with you wasn't like old times. Like it wasn't hanging out with his young. It's kind of uh, been a realization that people change for Azarbo. And so he's kind of. A little bit sad. Uh, he still seems to care about you as, you know, Drapim uh, from Moonfalls, but he definitely sees a recognition that like, you're not the same anymore. Um, and I need to, to deal with that. Hmm. All right. Well, hopefully next time I see you, you'll uh, have your sister with you. But uh, until then. Hey. My elbow drip in the knees. <gasps> and he uh, gives Petrichor a big handshake. And he says, uh, thank you. For all that you did, uh, you are strong. Become a great hunter. At all least right. For the short period of time, I will be back. I promise. But I just need to do this for my people first. All right, Azabo. And uh, I want you to take this with you as a token of our friendship. And I pull out my drift globe. And I Aww. put it in his hand. Yeah. All right, now, normally you have to pay for this, but the magic word is zipper. And the drift globe lights up for a moment, and he says zipper, and it turns back off. He's like, I shall return this soon, I promise. All right, see that you do. I will. Uh, and with that, he walks over back to Elder Maga, and they begin to talk about statistics, logistics, and the information that they possibly might have known. Uh, mm -hmm. It is probably about mid-afternoon to, to complete y'all's journey down into uh, Kawat, but y'all uh, stand there under the great silver oak tree. Azarbo now seeming to work on his own journey. Uh, Safina, you've gotten uh, critical information about your next the next possible step you could take on figuring Woo! out what happened to your village. And that is where we will stop for tonight. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, uh, for the temporary time, uh, Darrell will be being a dad, and so we we're letting Azarbo step out of the story for a short minute. Uh, but he will be back, um, and we will get to hear maybe about this abandoned village. There might be something there. There might not be. So that'll be fun. <laughs> Creepy abandoned villages on islands. Always good stuff. <laughs> All right. Well, thank y'all so much for tuning in and listening to uh, us have a lot of fun. Um, we hope that y'all are enjoying it. Uh, please tell us how we're doing. Uh, um, tell us about our characters. Tell us about the story. Um, we it's uh, we want y'all to be at the table with us. Um, but until then, grab your dice, grab some friends, and roll up some fun. We'll see y'all real soon. Bye-bye. <laughs> we love you.